Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet Edio Perachet Mishnovav, dedicated towards the merit of a complete recovery for Tova Miriam Batevora Mendel. Amar Balazar, Shemate Kishahayu Bonim Behechal, Osim Klayim Lehechal, Uklayim Lazarot, Ashebehechal Bonim Mibachutz, Bazarot Bonim Mibachim. So when the second Beit Mikdash was built, the first Beit Mikdash was built by Shlomo, the second Beit Mikdash was built during the times of Ezra. So when they built the second Beit Mikdash, he says, this is how they did it. There are areas that need to be marked off that have walls or curtains. So when they were building the Beit HaMikdash, the workers stood outside the Mikdash, says Rabbi Lazar, and kind of worked facing inwards, building up in front of them. Why? So they're standing on the outside and not like just staring upon a holy place. They're working from the outside in, and that way there's a divider between them. But when they were building the courtyard things, they could stand in the courtyard and work facing out, which is probably a little bit easier. But this way, it's all right, because you're not staring into the Beit HaMikdash, you're in the courtyard area, so you stand inside and build in front of yourself facing out. Rabbi Yeshua then adds, I'm Rabbi Yeshua, Shemati Shemakriv and Afal Pisha in Bayit. Rabbi Yeshua said that I understand that when they came back, even though there wasn't a Beit HaMikdash yet, and potentially even after their, the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, that if you have the right location, you're actually allowed to offer korbanot, even though there isn't a temple. You just have to have a spot of the Mizbeach. One could offer a korban there. And the holy, holy, Kachikashim or holy, holy offerings, meaning a chatat or an asham, sin offerings, kinds of offerings that a Kohen gets to eat part of. Some of it goes on the Mizbeach, on the altar. The other part the Kohen eats, but he has to eat them within the precincts. Well, what if the temple precincts don't have Klayim? There's no curtains, there's no markers. We know where the area is, but there's no actual physical divider. It's okay. As long as you're in the right space, a Kohen could actually eat a Korban there. Kachim Kalim and Matsarsheni, lesser Korbanot and second tithe, things that have to be eaten inside Yerushalayim. You could still eat, even though there was no wall. So even if the wall wasn't yet put together, Nehemiah helped with putting back up the walls of Jerusalem. If you have uh, if you have a korban that's being offered in a spot, even though there's no Beit HaMikdash, and you have Kohan and able to eat some things in the Beit HaMikdash area, even though there isn't a marker, but they know where to go, you can also eat these other things in Jerusalem, even if there's no wall, as long as you know you're in the right spot, you're in the city itself. That, the, um, that when they sanctified Jerusalem the first time, it was sanctified not only for them, but for all time. And therefore, this space is a is a sacred space, and that even when the uh, even when there was no more Beit Hamikdash, you could still have korbanot and eat them in all the proper places, even without the usual demarcations. A note that this is a rule with regard to korbanot. Um, there are there are other rules where the Gemara raises questions about whether the original sanctity was enough, whether only it was the second time when they came back that that sanctity was enough. But for this for this purpose, that's what this Mishnah is saying.